0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: The Alabama Policy Institute is taking on a massive communication project in order to better inform parents here in Alabama. The communication manager at API, Emma Gibney, has been collecting names and contact information from the state's 138 school districts, as well as their school board members. That's in order to conduct a survey of those members and publish the response so parents can know better what is going on within the leadership of their local school system. Gibney talked with Daily Detail about the amount of time it has taken to get all this information together.
2: The biggest touch hiccup challenge so far has been um, collecting the contact information. So what we really want is emails, because this is a, a electronic survey. Um, it's online. And so a lot of schools do have, to their credit, the emails of the school board members on the website. However, some don't. And so it's, been take, it's taken about two months um, to get this, this list of all the members. There's about 800 of them, over 138 local school districts. Um, and so it's taken a good bit of time to get this information. And we've been calling school boards um, and trying to get those emails that, that weren't on the website. Um, so kind of using all the information we have at our disposal. Um, and so we're almost done, but there's, there's a, maybe around 60 or so that we still want emails for. Um, and so school boards have been called. voicemails have been left. Um, we're just hoping that they would be part of this opportunity. I mean, we want all voices to be heard. Um, and so th- that's kind of where, where we're at right now. Um, I will say there's been a couple school boards that declined to give the emails. And personally, as a, if I was a parent, I'd be like a little concerned that the lack of transparency there between the school
1: board and just the fact that they won't give their emails out. And director of social policy at API, Parker Snyder, spoke with me about what was the whole impetus that got them going down this road in order to help parents and their school-age students.
3: COVID has shown parents that a lot of different things are going on in their local schools that they may not have known about, or uh, for many people like very much. So I think we're thinking like, how um, really is the schools uh, are the schools run in Alabama and who are the people in charge of these schools? And, yeah, you've got teachers, you've got principals, but the people who are in charge of uh, the school district overall are the school board members. Um, so we wanted to be like, you know, we need to know who these people are. We need to see what they believe just to kind of help us understand if there is a problem in Alabama, how big that problem is and what exactly um, the people believe uh, who are in those offices right now. So I think the the biggest thing is, is this is an informational piece uh, just to help API internally and also Albanians overall just to see like what is the current state of affairs in our school boards across the state.
1: When it comes to how a person becomes a member of the school board for county school systems a lot of the times those members are elected however city school systems often have those members appointed by the town or city council. And while we're on the topic of schools the former Athens City School Superintendent Trey Holiday has been sentenced to five years in federal prison for defrauding the state of Alabama. Holiday pleaded guilty to participating in a scheme that took education money f- for students that were supposedly enrolled in virtual learning. However, they never did take part in that virtual academy. Holiday must also pay $2.8 million in restitution. Holiday will head to prison on September 1st. Five others were also charged in this scheme with varying convictions as well as prison sentences applied. The Alabama Democratic Party is going to be choosing new leadership in just a month. The organizational meeting for the state party will meet in August in Birmingham. Current chairman, Chris England, says he will not be running for another term when this one expires. The executive committee will be considering at least two candidates who have indicated their desire to run for this position, Tabitha Eisner and Josh Coleman. Now a former gubernatorial nominee, Parker Griffith, is considering the position as well. Griffin spoke with 1819 News political editor Jeff Poor. On FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile, Griffin says he believes the National Democratic Party should have gotten rid of Nancy Pelosi years ago and stopped turning its back on Alabama values and traditions.
3: That old saying, a wise man will change his mind, a fool never will. Right now, the Democratic Party is, lit, is led by fools. And uh, so uh, we, we're not wise. We've got a lot of things to change uh, and change our attitude. We can change our uh, direction and, and change our Change our ability to lead. Uh, we are really are stuck on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. That's basically what our problem is. We are reliving the '60s and the '70s a half a century ago. Uh, we have given uh, our Democratic members uh, an excuse to fail, uh, to blame someone else. Uh, they have no accountability for themselves. They 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 want to poke the finger at the opposition party, and in fact, the Democrats' biggest problem is Democrats.
1: Griffith says that he will not nominate himself to run for this position. However, if someone on the executive committee does so, he will. More charges are adding up for an inmate who escaped a Lauderdale County jail this year. The U.S. Department of Justice has now indicted Casey White for felony possession of a firearm White escaped from jail at the end of April with the help of Corrections Officer Vicky White. The two went on an 11-day run from authorities until they were caught in Indiana. White was serving time for a murder conviction when he broke free and now has additional charges due to the death of Officer Vicky White when they were captured by police and his possession of a firearm while on the run. The Macon County Sheriff is now hoofing it when it comes to police patrols. The office is now adding deputies on horseback for better-serving citizens in that county. Sheriff Andre Brunson says horseback patrol is an asset in every way for what his department does. He says horses help with search and rescue as well as crowd control. How many horses are being added has not yet been confirmed. Starting this Thursday to the end of Saturday next week, the Birmingham Restaurant Week begins. 50 restaurants, bars, coffee shops, and food trucks are taking part in this program. Proceeds will go to the Grace Klein community to help those who are facing food insecurity. It's also a great chance to try out a new restaurant and a new dish, knowing that it's all going to go for a good cause. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, twice vaccinated and twice boosted, Joe Biden announces that he has tested positive for COVID-19 and is now isolating in the White House.
3: Hey folks, guess you heard, this morning I tested positive for covid but I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild. And, uh, and I really appreciate your inquiries and your concerns. But I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm going to continue to get it done. And, uh, and in the meantime, thanks for your concern. And keep the faith. It's going to be OK.
1: Here's Biden just a few years ago at the height of the COVID-19 crisis, promising that the COVID-19 vaccine would work.
3: You're OK. You're not going to get COVID if you have it these vaccinations.
1: Yeah. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is questioned by a reporter about the convenient timing of a $50 billion subsidy bill for U.S. companies that manufacture semiconductors. That bill will soon be considered by the U.S. House, but not before Pelosi's husband, Paul, managed to invest up to $5 million into a microchip company here in the U.S., over the, career, uh, the uh, over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information he's received from you? What are you saying? Over the course of your career, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information he's received from you? No, absolutely not. Uh, thank okay. You. Thank, thank, you.
0: thank,
1: you. thank, you. thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Texas Senator Ted Cruz brought some receipts with him as he questioned the director of the Office of Science and Technology Policy, Dr. Aradi Prabhakar was part of a Senate Commerce Committee hearing when she had this exchange with Senator Cruz.
0: What is the principal cause of the United States leading the world in the reduction of CO2 emissions? And there there is an objectively correct answer to this.
1: Um, Senator, from my recollection of looking at the shifts in uh, U.S. emissions, they have come about, I believe, from a combination of uh, efficiency improvements, of shifts in manufacturing, uh, and of uh, the adoption of renewables.
0: Okay, that question is, that answer is scientifically false. The answer for the principal cause of the reduction of CO2 emissions is the substitution of natural gas for coal and the production of electricity. That is objective, it is scientific fact, and it is dismaying to me that your answer to this committee is the political answer rather than actually talking about science and data and facts And it also explains why the Biden administration has a relentless hostility to natural gas, even though it is the principal driver of carbon reductions. That is not science, that is politics, and frankly, it's bad politics.
1: A Louisiana judge continues to bar that state from enforcing an abortion ban. District Judge Donald Johnson issued a preliminary injunction Against the state law before it could go into effect. This means that clinics are being allowed to perform abortions while the lawsuit works its way through the court system. It was brought about by several abortion providers in that state. The plaintiffs are arguing that there are too many conflicting trigger mechanisms within the law. The case is likely to go before the Louisiana Supreme Court, according to the state's Attorney General, Jeff Landry. The New York State Department of Health is reporting the first confirmed case of polio in the U.S. in almost a decade. The Center for Disease Control confirms that the case is valid. The polio case was found in Rockland County in a person who received the oral polio vaccine. That is something that is done in other countries, but not the U.S. since 2000. The U.S. only uses the inactivated polio vaccine, which is referred to as IPV. Justice comes for fallen police officer David Dorn. 26-year-old Stefan Cannon was found guilty by a jury of murder in the death of 77-year-old Dorn back in 2020. Dorn was shot and killed in June when riots were erupting across the nation following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis while he was being arrested by police. Dorn was a retired St. Louis police officer who was working as a night guard at a building. He confronted rioters who were looting a pawn shop. Cannon is accused of firing 10 shots at Dorn and leaving him there to die on the sidewalk. Dorn's widow broke down when the jury announced the guilty verdict. Here's Ann Dorn talking to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch.
2: I'm very elated and thankful to God that we got the verdict we were looking for. I'm very thankful to the jurors who saw uh, who saw the truth and all the evidence. And I want to thank Marvin Tier for doing a phenomenal job in prosecuting the case. Uh, David is just justice is concerned. And um, I don't want to say we can move on and there's never going to be full closure, but it brings us peace.
1: You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out the main page of The Daily Detail either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, because if you go up to the right-hand corner, drop that menu down, you can Also drop a five-star rating for these reports if you're enjoying them, and you could also pass them on to a friend. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll see you again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama.
0: Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.